Ladies and gentlemen from New York, the Chin and Chat Podcast with Andrew and Andrea. Sunday fun day. I'm Andrea. And I'm Andrew. Welcome to the Chit and Chat Podcast. How was your week? Uh, my week was fine. You know, I had work. Saw you. <laughs> so it, was, it, wasn't, it definitely wasn't a bad week. How was your weekend? Uh, the weekend was nice. Saw a movie. Saw a movie. Ooh. Saw a friend. Ooh. I hung out with you. <laughs> How was your weekend? Oh, you don't want to hear about my week. I mean, if you wow. want to talk about your week, then sure. Well, I had a midterm and I didn't get an A plus because I wrote too much in my answers. And I guess this professor doesn't like it when you write a lot. And I get it. PR professionals should be concise and get to the point. But like every other professor I had, they were just like, write as much as you want. So it was like, mm, you don't like that, I guess. But I still got an A. But yeah. <laughs> She's not, not, she's not salty at all. I'm not salty at all, but yeah, I've just been doing a lot of research for my capstone. But yeah. And your weekend? It was it was good. Uh, we went to see a movie for the first time since COVID. Yes. So that felt weird. Also, wasn't it the first time since our first date? Yeah, because we went to the movies on our first date. And look at us now. <laughs> but yeah, it felt weird because, and like we talked about it after, but like, it was a Marvel movie that we went to see. We're going to talk about it later. But for Marvel movies, I would, like, train myself not to go to the bathroom so I wouldn't miss anything. But yet today I was like, fuck, I gotta go pee. So I had to leave, and like Andrew had to, like, quickly whisper to me what I missed. And then he had to go to the bathroom. Like, all that training. Gone, you know, gone down the toilet and... Get it. Uh, yeah, in, in, a, in a year <laughs> and a few months. Yeah. Uh, but I guess we'll say it now. We're going to be talking about Black Widow, so if you haven't seen it, spoiler alert, and we'll let you know yes. again later. But right now, we're going to... start when we end. Yeah. But, yeah, so I was really upset at myself that all that training is gone. I have to start again. But as true moviegoers, we snuck in some snacks. And I think one of my favorite parts of the weekend was obviously going to the movies, but going to Trader Joe's. I love Trader Joe's. Uh, please sponsor us. But anyway, so I got a lot of yummy things. <laughs> this is my Trader Joe's haul. But I got the everything and the elote dip. And I originally went there for the dip and for a Venus flytrap. Because I read online that some Trader Joe's sell them. So I go in really happy, really optimistic, full of hope. And the lady that's working the plant section is there doing her thing. And I'm like, hi, do you have a Venus flytrap? And she's like, a what? A Venus flytrap? What's that? I'm done here. Like, she had no idea what one of the most famous plants was. Because it's common knowledge. Yeah, I think, it's, I think it is. So, I didn't get a Venus flytrap because one, she didn't know what the fuck it was. And two, they didn't have it. So, I got a lavender plant, but I left it at Andrew's. So, I'm kind of sad. I did hear, though, from someone else, from another employee, like, I overheard a conversation. They said that, you know, while they're in some areas, they're supposed to know the entire store. So, if they could help anyone at any point in time. So, they're not, like, if if they do bread, they're not supposed to be just, you know, specialists in bread. Exactly. So. So, I was very frustrated. I actually remember her name, but I'm not going to cancel her. Well, that's not, you know, that's not her fault that she doesn't know plans. This is is someone's job. You're just going to throw them out the door? No, but, like, she should know common knowledge of, like, Mm. Venus flytraps. You'd be surprised if people don't know. Oh, yeah. But anyways, so that was a lot of fun. I got these, like, chocolate-covered orange slices, and I fell in love with them, like, six years ago because one of my friends got them for me because she's from Poland but now that I found that at Trader Joe's like I got the hookup again so I was very excited how was your Trader Joe's haul with me <laughs> uh I got boxed mac and cheese mm-hmm. uh I got crunchy mochi bites that are spicy they're very spicy yeah, not that spicy they're very spicy well if you don't have a you know taste for spice then yeah they're spicy but, um, but yeah, the, the they're crunchy and they're like a little sweet, and then they hit you with the burn. Like it's like a th- 
spice. It's like a throat burn. Uh, it's and then, a burn burn. No, 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 no. It really no. is. And then I got these candies that were like Trader Joe's made like Starbursts, but they're more like now and later's in the shape of a Starburst because they're very sticky, very chewy, uh, and they get stuck in your teeth, which is more like now and later's, in my opinion. Speaking of sticky, so this reminds me because... Ashton, my friend, um, sent me a screenshot of when we first started talking and when I was first introduced to like the Captain America and the Bucky Barnes kind of like phantom. Um, she's like, can you draw Stucky for me? And I was like, Stucky? You mean Sticky from the Proud family? <laughs> oh. <laughs> so you mean the Steve Cross Bucky yeah. relationship? Yes. I never drew that. <laughs> I, I feel like you, you would you would have a lot of people, I'm sure, if you drew fan art of their quote-unquote relationship. Yeah, I would. I would have a following, but I didn't. But you didn't? I didn't, because I thought it was sticky. <laughs> sticky! Anyways, we also stopped by a tag sale. And that brings us to our etiquette on garage sales. When I go to a garage sale, I don't want the person coming to me and like being like, this goes for 20, that goes for such and so like, no, no, no. Let me look. And if I have a question, if I want to know a price, I will ask you. And this lady, I was like looking at this set of like forks and spoons that look like they got like discovered from the Titanic remains or whatever. <laughs> they were so dusty. And she was like, she didn't even say hi. She was like, those go for 20. And I'm like, okay. And I'm just like, okay, Andrew, let's go. <laughs> like, you you were not happy. I was not. She was too pushy. And like, I love garage sales, but like, not doing business with her in the future. This one felt very old, if that and makes aggressive. sense. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't that much. It was mostly, you know, very old silverware, old clothes and stuff like I that. I didn't like that. But yeah, so that was that was our week. Yeah. That was our week. Um, let's see. What should we start today? Let's go with trailers. Yeah, we can do trailers. Let's just go with movie trailers. So, <laughs> I just made Andrew watch it, but I texted him earlier this week about it because I have the unfortunate events of waking up and seeing Clifford the Big Red Dog trending on Twitter, and I clicked on it, and it was horrible. I feel like they should stop making CGI movies of children's cartoons. I just feel like the CGI is not good enough where, like, it looks realistic. Um, so, yeah, I, the trailer didn't look very good. It looks like it'd be fun if you're a kid, but I feel terrible for the parents that are taking their children yeah. to see this movie. Because, you know, any kid's movie should have something for the adults, but it just looks not great. I feel like there's also a lot of her, uh, like, pressure what was the girl's name emily something in the books i don't remember her I, name was emily something it's been a very long time since i read and that. like the person that gave them clipper was like he'll grow like as big as you love him like that's a lot of pressure yeah I mean, like holy but i mean then again what little girl wouldn't love and like love their puppy that they true. just true that is very true but yeah i do not see good things about this movie maybe if you're two or three like i know my little sisters are probably gonna make my mom rent the movie or something yeah so good luck veronica um <laughs> could not be me <laughs> so yeah I it was a big thumbs down for me because I love cartoons. I'm a big Disney person, but I just I can't put myself through that. I didn't put myself through Paddington. I'm not gonna do that for Clifford. I've heard that Paddington was actually good though. He's so cute. Yeah, I heard that he was that it was the, the both movies were actually very like good movies considering. I was never a big fan of Clifford though. Even I the cartoon. I think I think I was a fan of, like of the books, but uh, I was like, like, scared of like the cartoon because of like the little like you know that that dog with the purple hair. No, no. it was like a doodle, but like a French think, doodle. I don't think I ever saw the. But like she had a smoker's voice. Oh my god! <laughs> so you were scared of that. I was scared. Is was that always... like in the Spanish dub <laughs> or is that like the English dub? <laughs> She had like a smoker's voice. She was like, hey, Clifford. <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> Moving on. The other trailer that was just shown to me was Encanto. Or Disney's Encanto. Encanto. I love it. I love it. I love it. 
Do you want to explain? Okay, so Encanto is takes place in Colombia, which is like something new for Disney. We have taking place in Italy, Mexico, but not Colombia. Like we're we're over there. Maybe Shakira will do like a little like something something. I don't know. I hope so because she's from Colombia. You know. Yeah. That's, that's her style. That's her style. <laughs> okay. Anyways, so this movie is about magical realism and the house of Madrigal. So everyone in that household has like some kind of gift. We saw this like really beefy woman who's really strong. We saw this other girl that it alludes that she has some kind of power with plants and flowers. This other shape shifting guy that changes his image. And yeah. There's like a little boy who. Is like maybe. best friends with a tiger. So maybe something with animals. Yeah. So everyone has a gift but this girl. And it just touches on like a lot of things about magical realism. And magical realism in Latin American culture is a big deal. So it's basically when there's some magical elements going on in everyday life. But the life itself does not surround around the magical elements. What really is the main focus is what those magical elements mean to you. So, like, I was telling Andrew, like, Harry Potter has elements of magical realism, but it is not a magical realism movie. Because the character's main focus is not about the powers itself or the magic. The focus of the movie is the magic itself, not the relationship between the person and the magic. Does that make sense? Kind of. Yeah, it's hard. I mean... It's hard without, like, seeing an example or... Yeah. I'm, like, I'm not much of a reader. And that's I where am. it and seems you, to be, And you, you know, see, from my of, undergrad, I had to take two lit classes in Spanish. And we always cover magical realism. So, for me, it's like, oh, it's that. And <laughs> I don't like the pioneer of magical realism. One of the pioneers, Gabriel Garcia Marquez, I, I can't stand his writing. It took me, for one of my classes, I had to read Love in the Time of Cholera. It took me two hours to get through chapter one. That's how much I hated it. And you know I love to read. I know. I was like, oh my god. And then I had to write a 20-page paper on it. Ugh, I hated it. I can't. I can't really do a Gabriel Garcia Marquez book. I can't. But he's like one of like the best known magical realism authors. But then we have Tori Morrison. Tony, Tony Morrison. Yes. Uh, that also does magical realism in some of her novels, so... There's also Salman Rushdie. Yes. I recognize that name, but I, again, I've never, I'm not much of a reader, so I haven't read their books. Yeah, so... I know I wanted to read some Toni Morrison's books. I know Lauren was reading one for one of her classes. Oh. But yeah, I'm very excited, and like, as you said, it was the most Disney movie. Yeah, it really felt like the most Disney movie that Disney ever Disney, just because it seemed like there was <laughs> a lot Disney. of like magic all around and Disney's kind of like oh yeah there's magic everywhere everywhere yeah. you look and it's like this is so like in your face like there's magic right here I feel like it's like Coco bought on like steroids I feel like I kind of I feel like Coco almost wasn't like it was more it seemed more grounded you know like there was <laughs> well because there's talk about the app that, that Coco's that about the true. afterlife it takes as us opposed... to a new realm whereas yeah. Encanto the realm itself is Magical, magical realism yeah. i'm very excited for it i can't wait um, i mean like all disney movies they look like the quality is very i good. love it i feel like there's gonna be another show-off movie of like the effects of the illustrators I, yeah i just worry that they're like burning out their art because it feels like they're churning out movies left <laughs> and right lot. like you know like luca looked really good i again like you said like it just seems like that they're churning out a lot of these movies yeah. and i think that a lot of them either are disney or they're disney pixar and like another disney pixar thing that came out that i told you i wasn't a big fan of was monsters at work Oh, Another yeah. like illustrator work. Yeah, but that that one's a TV show yeah, as opposed to a movie. So I don't know what the I don't know if it's more intense to do a movie or if it's more intense to do a TV show because TV shows tend to be longer. I feel like I would say TV show because of like every detail for every new episode, maybe. But I feel like you could probably it, 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 you could it's like the, it, you know, let's just say it's twenty two minutes because you know that, that that's True. the time slot. So, like, 22 minutes is, like, easier to do in, like, short spurts than, like, two-ish hours, you that know? That is true. That. And the last trailer, because I haven't seen a trailer for this movie, but I know we talked about it last week, was for Space Jam, because the trailers, like, the previews of the movies were showing today. Yeah. And that was one of them, and I definitely want to see it. It looks like it'll be, I'll be honest, it looks like it's going to be kind of dumb, but, like, it I has, like, it. that typical Looney Tunes feel, and it has that typical you know like looney tunes type of humor and like that is kind of nice even though 
we weren't around like when the looney tunes were like first started it feels like yeah. nostalgic because that's almost like looney tunes tom and jerry like those types of like yeah. 70s and older cartoons are like almost like what i grew up on you know that scooby-doo and etc i know that when i hang up face time with my mom sometimes we like do the porky pick like da, 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 that's all folks <laughs> so dorky <laughs> It's a thing we do. Um, I love Space Jam when I was growing up. I want to see it. I just do think it's a little corny. Like, I need to save my son. Yeah, I was actually surprised. Like, uh, that's a little too much. Like, I don't know. But I mean, I feel like in the original Space Jam, Michael Jordan didn't really have that much stakes involved. It was like, I have to save the abilities of my friends. Yeah. It's like... Abilities versus my son. Yeah, exactly. It's just like you know. I just love how Granny was making a martini. <laughs> yeah, that was that was interesting. <gasps> I love it. I want to see it. I'll probably find like a bootleg of it. <laughs> probably not. But I won't find one. You don't want to advertise bootlegging. Oh, it's probably not. I will go to the movies and watch it and give my money to the government. It's not the government that gets the movies. I will give the money to Bugs Bunny himself. Okay, that's better. That's better. <laughs> All right, and now this brings us to TV shows of the week, of the week, of the week, of the week. Do you like my little theme song, or should I just leave Sean Hickey to do like? They the... should probably just leave Sean Hickey to to come up with them. Okay, I will. <laughs> All right, so first and foremost. A moment of silence for classic Loki. I guess we're just avoiding spoilers at this point, because like it's been a week already. It hasn't been a week. It's been like three days, four four days. So we're gonna talk about Loki and spoilers ahead. So <laughs> yes, spoiler. So, classic Loki is dead, and he left a big classic Loki hole shape in my heart. Yeah, he was the one who seemed to be the most emotionally connected and most regretful of the Lokis. Maybe that has to do with the fact that he physically looks the oldest of the Lokis. Uh, I just but feel that... I feel like he wasn't the one who stole the show. Though. Oh, the one who stole the show was Alligator. alligator I think it's Croaky. Crocodile Loki. A lot of Loki. people are calling him Alligator Loki. A lot of people Crocodile Loki. I don't know. I don't. I didn't get to see. You know, like if it's like an A, because you know, if alligators have an A shape. Crocodiles have like a C shape. It's more like like at the like the 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 jaw or whatever the hinge or whatever you want to call it. I think it's Alligator Loki. Okay. Well, I'm. I'm I gonna, love him. I, I like Croaky because it's just easier Crokey. to say. I love him so much. He, he had is, he had a lot to say. He is my bebe. He is my one and only. And I love him so much. I would take a bullet for him. But he would probably eat you. That's okay. That's showbiz, baby. <laughs> also, President Loki was... And then there was... Well, it's, just regu- it's just regular Loki, just with power, so... Kid Loki I mean, was you showed, cute. you showed where your you know, allegiance is a lie. For what? For President Loki. I don't know. Something about the power. <laughs> Kid Loki, who I feel like was... I, I mean, I wish that they kind of went into how he did it, but, you know, spoiler within a spoiler alert, he, he killed, killed Thor. Thor. So, like, but he's a kid, so I, I feel like my headcanon is that, you know... It was in, an accident, maybe? No, and that in Thor Ragnarok, you know, one of, like, the jokes is that, you know, uh, as a kid, Loki would turn into a snake and bite Thor. Because, like, Thor loves snakes or something like that. So my thought is that, like, he turned into, like, a, like a venomous snake and, like, aggressively killed him because he knew Thor liked snakes. But that's just that's just me. Okay. There was also a frog Thor, which was there for like half a second. Frog. <laughs> which I don't understand. Like I, I'm kind of. So it's conf- from the comics. Yes, but I'm confused as to why even in the first place. I thought that was like a specific dimension, but like, why are only Lokis there? That's what I want to know. They're Is really. Is a Loki? See, that's the thing, is that Mobius was there, and he, as far as we know, he's not a Loki. What if he is? If he was, I feel like that just wouldn't, I don't know. Yeah, because like, be, Thor, be, like, even from American Thor, Loki. is not a Loki. No, he's Thor. So, yeah. So, like, is it just mean that, like, Loki's, because they keep saying that Loki survived. Uh-huh. So is it just saying that, like, all the other people that got, you know, zippity-zoop-zopped? Yes, because remember, that was, like, that pirate ship or whatever, people. Yeah, like, it had people. Like, I, I just, I find it interesting. Because the void is where people go back. But Loki's do survive, so maybe that's yeah, why. Which is interesting. I didn't like Frog Thor because I don't like Frog. I found it interesting that he was there. It was like a very quick Easter. Like you just see him kind of bouncing around. Yeah, I did like he was like screaming. I was like, ah. 
Yeah. You were the one that picked it up. I completely missed yeah. it. I thought it was like a fly or something like that. No, it was Frog Thor. Yeah, it was Frog Thor. But I I do feel bad for classic Loki because he even said he just wanted to see his brother again and the fact that he conjured up Asgard yeah. as Elias was coming down that oof, goosebumps. <sighs> goosebumps. Powerful moment from a character that we barely know. I think, from, and I even told you, I think last week's episode was the best episode, even though you say episode four was the best. Yeah. I just loved all the visuals. I, th- I thought it was actually pretty good, though. Right. And, and I, there was a tweet that Tom Hiddleston sent out that, like, after episode four, like, things really kick into overdrive. Or it was, like, at episode four, things really kick yeah, into it overdrive. it really did. And, like, it's very interesting. I, like, I'm curious where... Because, right, isn't this next episode is the last one, right? Yeah. So it's going to be very interesting where the series ends and up. And I'm so sad. And I want to know what... I really want to know what's going to happen. What's the next show after this? Nothing? After this one... I might be Marvel's What If, oh. but... Here, let me double check. Uh, I mean, I always want more from these episodes because I'm always like, oh, no, there's 15 minutes left. And those 15 minutes go within the blink of an eye. But I know a lot of fans, from what I've seen on Twitter, are really angry that Sylvie and Loki are, like, a thing. They're like, oh, my God, how dare they make them a romantic interest? Like, calm down. Like, you don't have a chance with Loki. So, like, calm down. (laughs) All right. So, after Loki is what if premiering on august 11th and then miss marvel and then august that's... 11th they're gonna make us wait that long well because in between maybe because of black widow maybe because black widow yeah because that's interesting and then Shang- and i believe it's pronounced so i apologize if i'm wrong it's shang chi is coming out in september so like after what if is shang chi okay 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 roughly it's all right so how have you been enjoying broad city i finished it I was a little emotional at the end, but... Uh, it's chaotic. It's very... I, I, I don't know, abstract isn't the word. It's it's what I expected it to be. Okay. Which is just, like I said, very chaotic. Mm-hmm. Like, the characters, you know, Abby and Alana, they do a... I think they do a pretty good job of, like, bouncing off of each other. And then, yes. like, Abby plays more of, like, the... I say, like, the straight woman. And Alana is just... Really, she's, like, the more chaotic one yes. of the two. Where, you know, she's very open sexually. She's very... She's very sure open. of herself sexually. Yes. And that was that's refreshing to see. Because it wasn't until, like, I want to say this year that we're seeing more of that content yeah, on but media. Yeah, even, even then, like, this this came out. This was beforehand. Yeah, so this that's is, what they, I'm like, saying. They, like, this show walked so the others could run. run. Ooh. <laughs> um, but I know that a lot, it has, like, a special place in a lot of people's hearts. Especially a lot of... Uh, women that were watching the show because it's on some levels when it's not like entirely chaotic I know that it it is somewhat relatable yes Um, I did relate to it a lot so it's very it's very interesting to kind of see like just to kind of see like a different perspective because it's I I believe that the show only got back because Amy Poehler was like yes you guys do that yeah and she's in like the she's she like guest cameos or whatever you want to call it in like the first season as like a line cook oh yeah yeah, she, 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 she's yelling at her boyfriend, who's the the waiter, and it's it's. I don't know why it's in there, but it it, it works. That. It works. Uh, what, what, what the episode I just watched was the Florida one. Oof, that and was, they that was wild. And that came out. I want to say a year after uh, Donald Trump became president, <sighs> and they bleeped out any use of his name as well as other like you know expletives that yeah can't really say nor do i want to but they would you know like they would bleep out his name because they obviously the people writing the show did not like him and the show itself is very liberal and very open-minded i love it so much i love it delicious so i finished the act i don't know if i was with you when i finished it I, th- I don't I think, think so. so. I think so, but yeah. I was maybe on my computer or something like I that. I finished that. It was it was so cringy. And I know why they made it cringy because, like, Gypsy Rose was... She lived her whole life as a child because her mother didn't let her grow up. But then, like, her boyfriend also have a lot of mental health issues. And they were basically children. And they didn't know how to go about this. And she was... Su- and I, I only know this because I looked it up, but she was suffering... Or rather, her mother was suffering from Munchausen Syndrome, where mm-hmm. basically, you know, she does all these horrible things to her kids so that she gets some sort of, like, attention and she feels better about herself because she's, you know, doing something great for her child. But in the end, it's really just harmful and 
psychologically oh, abusive. It is horrible. But I finished it. It really, it really made me sad about like how mental health can make people do unimaginable things. And at the same time, yes, it should be accountable, but at the same time, it could have been somewhat prevented to some degree. A lot of these types of situations could have been prevented. Yeah. But I feel like the most cringy part, in my opinion, was Gypsy Rose's voice. It was just so <laughs> uncomfortable because I'm like, the, the actress, like, she did like a very high-pitched... Joey King. <laughs> yeah. It's, she did a very high-pitched voice, and I was like, this isn't what she sounds like. This this is just so uncomfortable listening to her do this. Did you know she shaved her head for the role? I assume that she did. Yeah, I was asking Emily. Which is impressive. You know, not a lot of people would have that kind of dedication. I would not. And I think that she was also probably filming for her, like, her Netflix movies or whatever. The, the kissing movie. Yeah. And I'm like, that's an interesting... She, she, she's had a very interesting, like, career, yes. and she's only, what, like, 21? I think but she so. Also, she, she's very... She, I feel like she has a very distinct... Like Lucky, yes. yes, she does. So, after figuring out the HBO Max password, I was able to watch the Gossip Girl reboot episode one. What I don't like is like a lot of shows are now doing like one episode per week. Like, no, 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 give me the whole season. I want to watch it now. Well, they're turning away from the streaming into TV on the internet. It's I a, hate it. Of course. I want to watch what happens next. But I mean, isn't the point? Isn't the point of Gossip Girl that they had to find out who Gossip Girl yes. was? So, what so why are they now? doing a reboot? Okay, so they're doing the reboot that it takes place now. So it's, it's not redoing the series as it happened. It's basically taking on a new light. And what I don't like is that they show who Gossip Girl is, like first episode. Well, I mean, most people like so it's not the same person. No. Oh, so so a, what happens is they're a new set of kids. Spoiler alerts. I feel well. I feel like just real quick. I, I'm, I've never watched the original Gossip Girl, but I do know that they did a reveal of who it was, and part of me feels like if they had kept the same person as Gossip Girl, you would have known. You yes. would have known, like, you would have been like, okay, well, it's definitely this person. Like, it almost like, it's it's almost like a reversal where, I mean, like, you everyone do know. was mad that Dan Humphrey was Gossip Girl. They're like, what? Him? And I was mad too. But this time, it's a new set of kids, and the teachers are Constance, this private school, or like, these kids are horrible because like one of them got fired because they didn't like up the grade on some kid that had like money they all have money the teacher was like oh my god so all these teachers are like how can we get back at the kids and get in control and this <laughs> this girl was like well when i was in school they thought that i was gossip girl i'm like baby kings no one thought you were gossip girl no one thought no one had that guess like exit the chat <laughs> like no so they find Gossip Girl and they're like, oh my god, a blog? Do they make these even anymore? I'm like, it's 2021. People still have blogs. This is not like some... It's just on Tumblr or 4chan. Yeah, so they're like, what if we become Gossip Girl? So the teachers become Gossip Girl. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, and like they do things by Instagram. And what's even creepier is like one of the scenes, the main leads, um, I think her name is JC, uh, Julian. Um, she has a half-sister and whatever, and the half-sister gets caught in the rain with her. Julian's boyfriend, and he's like, oh, you can come upstairs, and I'll give you a sweater while we dry your dress. So, you know, it's like Midtown, or like the Upper East Side. You have all these giant windows that overlook to the street that obviously there's a no crowds whatsoever. Of course not. And they're getting... When is New York M? Exactly. So, both of them have their backs to each other, so they don't like look at themselves in their underwear but one of the teachers takes a picture of them it's kind of creepy it's really creepy yeah i feel like they really shouldn't have done that yes because it makes it seem like it's really pervy and like yes creepy. no it's definitely both of those things one of first of all on the show they're underage so for a teacher to be taking that picture having it on their phone and then for him to go back to one of the teachers is like oh my god i feel so dirty like taking this are we gonna use it and she's like we gotta do what we gotta do i feel like and i saw i i, I either read about it and this like this is on reddit or i saw like an article or something like about it like why do so many shows have to be about teens when the same show could be made on like a college campus where people are it's like it's not it's like it feels less it's so creepy, creepy but like yeah. less creepy because they're at least of age where like you're I not... don't know, that rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah, I don't blame you. So I do like that this season or like this reboot is like 
exploring like different characters and different like culture and races and like even sexual orientations like the guy that's not going to be typecast as chuck he's pansexual and he has feelings for this other girl's boyfriend that's in part of the main group and like she can get off just making out with her boyfriend she has to think about this other guy it's this whole thing it's a lot to process about high yeah, schoolers and exactly it's weird i don't like that so i don't know i'm gonna keep watching but i don't really have high hopes for it but it did give me chills when i heard chills. Kristen bell's hello upper east siders gossip girl here i was like oh mommy <laughs> it just and then the xoxo gossip girl i was like oh chill chills literal chills but yeah Alright, this wasn't a big week for music. Originally I had two things, so we're only going to talk about one, because the second thing, I didn't have time to look it up. Um, the Halsey album cover. It's art. It is. It's very in your, it's very in your face. It's delicious. It's, the album is like, if I can't have love, I want power. It's very interesting. Yeah. So feels, I like it. Feels kind of, that's like a super villain origin story. <laughs> it's like she's been wrong so many times. And I mean, she has been. She has, but now she's taking her revenge on the world. So it's about the journey through motherhood and all that process. And like the album art itself, it's very like call back to the European art of like the Virgin Mary holding Jesus or even like that Magdalena mother itself. So I'm very excited for the album. I gotta be honest, I have never really been excited for Halsey album. Not because I don't like her music, but because I'm not like always like up to date with like when albums are coming out. So I'm very excited this time. Okay. So I don't know if she's having a boy or a girl, but I'm excited for that baby. I'm very excited for that baby. Baby. So she's gluten intolerant. Ooh. Learn new things about. I quickly Wikipedia her. Oh, of course. Oh yeah. So the big thing for today, we're gonna start talking about Black Widow. So if you don't want to hear about this, then you should skip on. And I will add in the details what sections you should skip on. And this is well, this will basically just kind of be our Marvel corner, if you will. If it'll be you a, will. If it's a, it's, it'll be a section where we talk about a lot of recent uh, Marvel movies and specifically Black Widow and then Mar- the trailer for Marvel's What If and then for Shang-Chi yes. and the Ten Rings. So we should start with Black Widow, I think. Okay, it was since the that's, main. that's really the freshest. It was the piece of resistance. And then that was, that should go last then, right? Because you wanted to say the best for last. That is true. Okay, well, let's well, start well. with Marvel What If then. Okay. Okay. So we just watched the trailer. I was reading about things all over Twitter, but, you know, anxiety and depression really gets the best out of you sometimes. <laughs> so basically, Marvel's What If is their take on essentially what if statements. So what if instead of like a good, like I think the first uh, episode is what if instead of Peter Quill, aka Star-Lord, being abducted by Yondu, what if it was T'Challa? aka Black Panther. So he becomes a Ravager, and like he'll, apparently they're gonna take you on the journey, but like with a with the you know with the Wakandan prince, which I'm kind of curious how he even got kidnapped in the first place. Uh, but like th- there's another one where it's like the Guardians of the Galaxy save New York instead of the Avengers. Then Captain Carter. Captain Carter, and then there seems to be something with Doctor Strange. There's another one where they talk about and they show briefly like the Marvel zombies. Like it seems yes. like they're going to be going into the more strange and. I do think Sebastian Stan is voicing Bucky, and I'm very excited about that. I think he posted about it. I think most of them are yes. voicing their characters. I believe Iron Man and Doctor Strange. So Robert Downey Jr. And I know one of them Cumberdash, wasn't, and it was like kind of a deal. I think uh, Chris Evans wasn't. I gotta look it up. It's possible. But, but it is the last role for um, Chadwick Boseman. It gave me chills. Yeah. It's it's it's, it's sad. It's it, it was shocking, you know, obviously what happened shocking. to him. Cuz you know, like you, you see old photos of him like, you know, coming up to Endgame and stuff like that and you're like, "Oh wow, it really was apparent that he was losing weight and that he was like almost like looking like a shell of himself." Yeah. Which is really sad. Because he was hiding that, and it kind of sucks that he felt like he couldn't share it. I'm assuming, yeah. or that he, other than that, or he just didn't want to. That's that's true, but I don't know. I mean, you know, my biggest thing is 
like quality or like art design and i'm not the biggest fan of this animation i'm not either i'm but i'm game for anything that marvel has i'm excited so. for the storyline yeah so. i think that it'll be kind of interesting and it'll kind of you know it's non-canon so i think that a lot of people who are like i want this storyline to happen because there's a lot of people who are like diehard fans of the comics and they're like we want this thing to be adapted a hundred percent like the comics and it's like no they adapt them to their world they do things yeah. with like the comics as like a base and then they change things around i am excited Yes. Again, not a fan of the art. So the Shang Chi trailer, yeah, I believe. I hope I'm not butchering up, but if I am, I'm very I th- sorry. I think I think, uh, and I, th- I I could be messing up his name, but Simu Liu yes. said on Twitter it was like Shang Chi and the Ten Rings. So and this, I, I actually am kind of excited for this one because I was thinking like, oh well, you know, after Endgame with magic and space and you know all that, you know, like the Wandavision and Loki and. All, like all that stuff like how can you make a grounded superhero because it's like it's kung fu it's almost like it's grounded in like you know martial arts but then Hi-ya. yeah and then there's there's like a mysticism behind it all do you think and he's gonna be best friends with dr strange no because he's in like san francisco if dr strange is in new york you know like he doesn't he doesn't really have time to leave you know god forbid you have to get on a plane you can just fly there i don't know his well, he has a sling ring the sling ring allows him to teleport wherever he wants Besides the point. That's besides sick. the point. He probably will, but if anything, he'll have he'll be closer to Ant Man and the Wasp, which will be kind of interesting because I don't really know how they re- relate. But basically, uh, it's like a. It seems like it's gonna be Marvel's foray into like kung fu movies because it's a very heavy martial arts with a lot of mysticism, like I said. Uh, and spoiler alert, you know, this whole thing is all spoilers. But in the trailer, <laughs> uh, two big things, at least in my opinion, that they showed was that one, there's a moment where he meets a dragon and i think that that also has to do with like iron fist which is also kind of very heavily like making you know, martial arts based uh-huh. and then there was also a brief scene where uh shang chi is fighting abomination and if you've been following the mcu since the beginning abomination was in the incredible hulk the one with ed norton uh and he was like the main bad guy and i think it's been confirmed that tim roth who portrayed him is coming <laughs> back as abomination he was ugly abomination he's abomination he's an abomination but i think that he had like the intelligence of professor hulk no of emile whatever the whatever the character's name is so he had like the like the brains and like the tactical ability but like i think i forget how he lost imagine him driving on the lie it's just kind of well i mean that explains (laughs) the traffic but uh, it, it, it'll definitely be interesting. I was I was kind of shocked with how they showed the ten rings because in my mind I, I was thought like, they were like rings yeah, I thought on they the were rings on the, the finger, but it's five like almost like armbands, like, like you know, bracelet. Yeah, five like, but like they're but they're not. They're like these. I don't know. They grant you like strength and like almost like gravity punches, if you will. Like there was like a lot of like force behind it, and I was like the I wanted to see it because it's Marvel, but it kind of was like now I really want to see it because also. I'm kind of tired of Aquafina just kind of being like the ha the ha funny ha. One. I'm so funny. Like it seems like she's actually taking a role a that serious role, like a somewhat serious role. Because I think that I'm assuming that she's like the best friend of of him. Yeah. Because I don't think that there's like a like a love relationship there. Yeah. But uh, I, I'm I'm excited for it. I'm always excited for Marvel things. I feel like since like the very kind of like the beginning, they haven't been able to do anything wrong, really, like anything bad. A lot of people would say Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron wasn't <laughs> great, but I I enjoyed it, you know, nonetheless. All right, all right, all right, all right. Here's a big spoiler for Black Widow. So if you don't want to listen, don't listen right now. Like I said, I'm gonna put the time frames in the details, and you can hear Mr. Softy going by outside my window, possibly. So, <laughs> Queen. All right, Black Widow. Okay, so I'm going to start with my biggest issue with the film. Okay. Biggest issue was that it didn't come out at the right time. That was my biggest and issue, And that's too. what a lot of people's big, biggest issue is, is the fact that it didn't come out in between uh, Civil War and, like, Infinity War. Because it felt like the timing of the movies, it would have explained more to it, and then at the end of Endgame... Again, spoiler alert if you haven't seen Endgame, but then again... What are you doing? Exactly. (laughs) Um, It would have had more impact in her death and sacrifice. Because at the end of Black Widow, she ends up saving all the other... Widows. Black Widows that were... She ended up finding her sister. 
her quote-unquote sister, sister Yelena Belova. Again, I love the character. I don't like the name because I just had a crazy roommate with that same name. But but she is also like a Black Widow. Um, her the actor of a lot of a lot of people. You know, I've seen it on like Wikipedia. I've seen it on Reddit. I, you know, me and Andrea agreed that you know her the character was very was portrayed very well. Oh my gosh, like, she it did felt, amazing. It felt very like accurate um, not accurate but like it was just it was it was very entertaining to watch and it felt like realistic that's the word yes. i'm trying to it was a really good sibling portrayal good sibling portrayal i felt like she was using humor to deflect Quote, from her trauma yeah, to cope which i yeah. do a lot <laughs> i really do that a lot um, i loved it i also like the comedic timing of alexis alexi 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 played by David Harbour, who is also he's the he's Hopper from Stranger Things. If you're you know on the fence, I could have sworn he he was the guy who played Phil Dunphy in Modern Family. No, no. <laughs> no I was like that's not no, him. No, that's not him. He played the was it the Red Guardian? Yes. Uh, I who, lo- it was really funny what he was yeah. doing. The Red Guardian very much wanted to live out his glory, relive days. his glory days, and the you Captain know. America mentioned me exactly. <laughs> uh, but he was the first and. I believe only super soldier that the Soviet Union had, so he went toe to toe with a Captain America. Which, if spoilers for Falcon the Winter Soldier, if you recall, uh, what I forget what his name was, Isaiah uh-huh. confirmed that there were other Captain Americas oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. in between when Steve was frozen. Yes, and that was confirmed in the show, and then he kind of confirmed it yet again, again which is kind here. of interesting because it's like the, almost like the first time that like the it's TV like we're shows... uncovering little like secrets in the MCU mm-hmm. slowly but like you said like I my biggest pet peeve was how the movie didn't come out sooner especially with her sacrifice because in Endgame it was like oh my god she can't let Clint die because he has a family but she also had a family yes she had two families she had she had the Avengers and then she had her quote unquote her make-believe family which were but at the end it was real yeah it felt like it's 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 another one of those like you don't choose your you know Fam- you, yeah. you don't you, you you can choose your family yes I forget the, there's a better way to phrase it but yes. that's that's what we're sticking with but that's what pissed me off because yay because I don't like MCU Clint I don't like him. I don't mind him. I, I really don't. So at the end of the post credit scenes when they show Yelena who the next target is going to be and it's going to be Clint. I was like, yes! Well, but see, here's, here's, the, here's the thing, though, is that the, I don't, I, what I want to know is how they found out that Clint, quote-unquote, killed Natasha. Because that happened on Vormir. That happened on a different planet. The Red Skull it, tweeted. It, like, yeah, like, Y'all ha- won't believe what happened out here. Like, it's like, it, to me, it makes no sense how that, unless, like, she, because Valentina, played by Julia Louis-Dreyfus. She's hiding something. She is. She's definitely, like, she's definitely forming the Thunderbolts and it's like an anti-Avengers situation because right now they have um you what the hell what's his name uh from Falcon the Winter Soldier it's like U.S. U.S. agent or something like that I can't remember his name uh John Walker is it John Walker yeah they have him who's a foil who's opposite of Captain America they now have they have confirmed uh Yelena who's like a Black Widow they have, um, they'll probably have Abomination, who's like a Hulk. Hulk smash. They, they have like a bunch of people that are, I guess, like probably more neutral or morally gray than the Avengers, if not just outright evil. Because it seems like she's compiling a team and that she's like an anti Nick Fury, where Nick Fury was gathering all the Avengers to do good. That's and, a good point. And she's gathering them for probably private contractor purposes. Oh, sign me up. How do you think they fill out their uh, taxes with their private contractor? <laughs> We're not talking about taxes on this, uh, on this podcast. But, uh... I, I, it's very, it's, it was very interesting, and it's clear that she's going to show up in the Hawkeye TV show. I'm really excited for that one. But you know who's in there, right? It's going to be Clint. Clint okay. is going to be in I it. I have beef with Clint because I have beef. What's his name in real? Jer- 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 Jeremy yeah. Renner. Because yeah. one day I woke up to go to Good Morning America. I was the only fan there waiting for his. And he saw me. He walked by me. The security guards felt so bad for me because they know me from there. And he's like, oh, well, make sure he stops by on the way out because I was the only one there. There was no one else. 
And again, he walked out, he saw me, and he just went into his car. And the security guys were like, he's an ass. So I have beef with him on a personal level. I feel like you have beef with a lot of people, but you know, you just kind of get through it and you deal with it because you like the movies and... No, I don't like Clint. But... MCU Clint, I do not like him at all. But like, you didn't like Guardians of the Galaxy. You were like, okay, this is not... This is, I like this. It's not Okay, bad. And I mean, Clint... I don't agree with a bunch of stuff as well, but... Clint... You also <clears throat> didn't like Scarlett Johansson and you liked the movie. Yeah. So, you know... Okay, some, some people I can forgive. I cannot forgive Jeremy Renner. Okay. Jeremy, if you're listening to this, I cannot forgive you. Uh, and a, a lot of people pointed out that a lot of this movie was similar to like James Bond because it was like it was a spy movie. That is true. And the movie that was playing on the TV was it was, it was a James, James Bond, Bond movie. movie. I, and I think someone pointed out it was Moonraker, which takes place where the villain, while up in space, this is the the the, the bad guys in like a like an air like an airship. I air did find and, it a little cheesy that whole montage but, of them fighting up in there when they were falling. Yeah, but I feel like that's like that. That's like the MCU. That's what they do. They do like these weird action pieces. I was, you know, and to talk about like the the main I say antagonist, but not the main villain because the main villain was uh, Drakov, but the main antagonist was Taskmaster, who turns out to be Drakov's daughter. Yeah, his daughter. That survived I thought that was really well done. I thought the reveal was was a good job. I found the the character interesting because I know that they're much more menacing looking. Is was my issue like the the design? Yes. But you know, the, it's. I mean, I really didn't know much about Taskmaster, so I thought for me it was fine. Yeah, I mean, Taskmaster is just mimics everything. So if he sees you doing it once, he can do it. You so know, like, he, he has it memorized. If he sees me having an anxiety attack, he'll he just could, do he, it. He could, he but could, better. Potentially, he could mimic you having an anxiety attack <laughs> better, better than you could. Yeah. <laughs> potentially, like the example that we used was that you know if he saw you <laughs> in the park feeding squirrels, you know, a way to mimic you would be to do the same thing. But basically, like the the fighting styles that were copied were Black Panther. He had he actually had claws, yeah. or she had claws, I should say. Um, Captain America's shield, shield yes. the the knife flip from Bucky, mm. which is interesting how she found that out because that wasn't like that wasn't like it was on camera or whatever. It was just kind of like the MCU showed it, which you know, maybe reg- she's keeping track of them. I don't think that Could she was. Be. I don't think she was. I um, think so. But the other thing, and speaking of fighting styles. I was in awe of like Natasha and Yelena going head to head when they first meet. Like yeah, that, that was that was fighting, pretty crazy. That choreography was amazing. Yeah, a, a lot of a lot of the movie, like the the combat was very brutal. Like it, especially with like her nose at the end. Oh like, my that god! Was, it reminded me a lot of Captain America: um, Winter Soldier with a lot yeah. of the combos with the fighting. Yeah, it felt very like fluid. Yes, and I know those rehearsals were intense. Yes. Which so. I would hope so. And then another issue, just real quick, another issue I had with the movie was there's a scene where, like, they do, like, a face reveal almost. Oh, I, And, yeah. like, it's very clear that, like, the character, that the actors, Scarlett Johansson and Rachel Weiss, Weiss? I think it's Weiss. Um, don't share the same body type, but, like, they are, like, essentially standing in for each other's characters at a point in time, and, like, the camera clearly looks away at uh, from the natasha so that melina can step in at that point yeah like it just it felt very clear that that's what they were doing and i don't know maybe it could have been done better yes i don't know if it's maybe just because i'm seeing so many marvel movies and i have certain expectations but like i feel like a lot of like the movie magic is disappearing and i'm either picking up more stuff or they're just getting careless because they're like, hey, we made a Russo brothers shit ton of get money. it together. But that wasn't the Russo brothers. Oh so, no, it wasn't the Russo brothers. Oh yeah, that's right. It was this other. The Russo brothers, I think. I don't know if they'll continue, but they basically stopped after Endgame because that was the last MCU movie that they. Oh yeah, directed. that's right. That's a different producer and writer and director. Yeah, but um, it feels like maybe they're getting a little care, like a little careless, because the Loki TV show had some. Yeah. Not great fight choreography. Um, yeah, but this fight choreography was really, really good. Yeah, the fight choreography in this movie was good. I think people should go and see it. I was hesitant to go see it, but I went because Andrew wanted to go see it. And in a relationship, it's all about compromise. <laughs> I, I feel like it, it helps to explain a lot of the MCU. And yes. It definitely felt like this should have. This could have been like a second movie. 
in like a Black Widow trilogy, and then the third yes. one could have could take place after. Uh, I want to see the whole Budapest. Thing. Yeah, that's I. I thought that they were gonna talk more about it. We got bits it. and bits of it, but they didn't. That would be a good movie. I think so. That would be a. Good or even if like, if they did like a, a first movie that, and then this is the second, and then the third one will be Elena centric. Kind of in a way. Maybe I don't know about I don't I don't think the the Budapest would be like an entire movie. I think that it could be like maybe even talked about in Hawkeye, like the TV show, because I feel like to, they would have to go through so much world building at that point to be like, okay, why are they there and blah blah blah. True. I feel like it would be good as like a flashback kind that of like episode because I don't know how what the format of Hawkeye is going to be. All right, we have come to that time of the show, and we want to give another shout out to Sean Hickey because he actually put us out of our misery by having me sing it every week but now we have an official theme song from my bizarre news corner thank you john thank you all right let's get started so a small florida town accidentally sold its water tower for fifty-five thousand dollars. who did they sell it to does it say because <laughs> how do you accidentally sell a water tower so a businessman was trying to buy a municipal building at the base of the city, and he got the water tower by mistake. So this really feels like an old western movie where, like the 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 one got the one rich man is preventing the other people from getting their water. That's, That's potentially what it. could happen because it's if it's his if he owns it, it's his land, it's his property. And it's, you know, Florida is basically the wild west now. It is just the wild west. So another thing that happened, I didn't get the location of it but a reptile expert rescue and monitor a lizard with the head stuck in the toilet the lizard's head was stuck in the toilet where was this i don't know i didn't get a location sounds like another florida story it, it might as well could be so this one goes out to our good friend peter <laughs> italian brothers grow the world's heaviest cherry they grow the world's heaviest cherry why why, why is it specifically Ita- they're, they're from italy yes that's interesting. So, a pair of Italian brothers broke a Guinness World Record when a cherry they grew on their farm weighed it in, and guess how many? 69. 69 what? Ounces? Pounds? Yes. Yes to what? I don't know. Go ounces. Ounces. No. Cherry weighed it in at 1.16 ounces. 1.16. Won't be 1.16? Yeah. Here's a oh, cherry. That's a, that's a thick cherry. That's very big cherry. So. Nothing like Tom Holland's cherry. Oh my god. So that was this week's Andrea's Bizarre News Corner, and this has been our show. A little bit longer than usual, but that's because we had a Marvel movie and show to discuss and trailers. Why are you giving me that look? Because that's how we have to always end up the episode. How? But you giving me a look? Yeah. That's rude. The viewers have to know that I'm staring at you. This is a hate crime. It's not. Anyways, I'm Andrea. And I'm Andrew. <laughs> See you next week. Bye. Bye.